0: That long day behind you Good times lie ahead With company, worth keeping Then will bash a smile in your head Come on in The doors open, you'll find Just the finest folks here
1: Pull up a chair, grab a drink And letting our stories your ear Cause we're the talk, talk, talk The tavern, here you're always Welcome, the talk, talk Talk, of the tavern Promising beer and bed, love The talk And welcome to Talk of the Tavern, I'm Travis Sivart with the incredible vices of a good pipe, a good bourbon, and water in my brand new pint glass
2: with the Tavern Society. Ed, what do you got? Um, I have uh, a Pinot Noir and some cheese, as usual. Kind of cheesy. Uh, those little sharp cheese, nice sharp nice. cheese stick thingies. But but I, I, I'm more concerned with. I missed something in the chat pre-show chat. Andrea and Maria are going to bed together. Can I take pictures?
1: Well, you can't hold your camera up the whole time. You can take a couple pictures, as we discussed on a previous
2: episode, but then you have to just enjoy the moment. I'll put it on a selfie stick. (laughs) What what do you got?
1: Is that that what you're calling your penis now?
0: (laughs) All right. So I have knitting that I may work on, and I have tea. Those are my vices, which Um, same as most nights. Do we have a toast?
1: (laughs) Gary points out, yes, and someone named Arthur is in on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've got a toast. We've got a toast for this topic. Uh, Hey, here's to the people we turn to in troubled times. But more importantly, let's remember, they're fucking human too. Okay, so our topic at the moment is going to be, what do you do when you're wrong? Rumbles. This is an idea Ed came up with and I thought it was a great idea and Ed, I'll preface the topic and then you can jump in and expand if you feel you need to. Sure. This is often we are the person in somebody's life that they go to when they have a problem. And you, they, they come to you, they talk about their issues, etc., and so on and so forth. But sometimes you just can't deal with other people's shit because you have your own shit going on. Mm -hmm. You're as broken as every other damn human being out there, and sometimes you need to just not handle somebody else's problem for a little bit. And this person's rock crumbles. Or perhaps we've seen it from the other side, where we have somebody we always go to, to confide in and bitch to, and one day they're just like, oh my god, I can't deal with that right now and Mm -hmm. we get all butter ed you want to expand on that a little
2: yeah um i brought the topic up to travis so it's been several months now um i i don't really expose myself a lot social media or even on this show Mm -hmm. well because it's illegal but um i went through about three or four months of a funk and while i won't call myself the rock necessarily I'm a cheerleader for a lot of people in my mm-hmm. family included. Members, friends, and while I was going through this, I, I just was having too much trouble keeping myself moving forward to deal with anybody else, and I was really surprised at the number of people, not Travis, that actually got angry at me because... You're not helping me right now. You're always helping me right now. <laughs> it's like, but I I, I got to concentrate on me right now for a little while. It, it was. It just amazed me how many people got angry about it. But So what do you do when you're the rock and you need help? If I can turn a little personal here.
1: Ed, we yeah, have this ahead. wonderful shorthand version of a conversation when one of us is having some shit. Like, mm-hmm. we will cut it down to the barest bones, most basic. I'm bitching and crying about this. Here's two sentences. And the other person goes, huh, yeah. Yeah. And that's, we've shared. We know the other person can't fix this shit for us. And talking about it for two hours isn't going to change shit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Now, on the other hand, Ed rarely comes to me with any issues of his. Um, he'll discuss what's going on in his life, but it never sounds like he's struggling.
2: So he's well, very stoic, I guess. Yeah, Ed? and I think that's why it was amazing for so many people because I I don't I don't share my issues. I'm always the one saying you're gonna be all right. You can make it. Rob Rob, we won. Tomorrow's another day, and and all the general bullshit that uh-huh. I don't believe myself, but I'm gonna tell you that anyway. <laughs> you <know. laughs>
1: Now, Andrea, I saw you wiggling in your chair. You got some thoughts on this?
0: I'm just adjusting in my
1: chair. Mm-hmm. Well, Andrea, you have had this situation go on with people um, previously and recently <clears throat> where some people always come to you to, and it's not even solve their problems, is it? It'd be different if you could be like, mm-hmm. hey, do this, and they go, oh, good idea. They do that, and they work on their shit. But a lot of these people, they're not looking to work on their shit, are they?
0: No, they just want to bitch and have you fix everything or I don't know.
1: They don't even want you to fix everything because then they would have nothing to bitch about.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I don't know about you guys, but in my experience, the people that bitch are the ones that always bitch. And the people that don't bitch when they do. It is brief and to the point, And they're either looking to just get it out or they're actually looking to hear what you have to think about this. Right. The first right. type tends to get upset if you suggest solutions or they shoot down your solutions. You know, that would never work because of this or this or this. So they're not actually looking for a solution. They're looking for attention and sympathy and to be told they don't have to do anything To fix their shit. They're just
2: life. Yeah. I had someone to call me to talk to someone else. I need you to talk to this individual because they're going through some stuff. And I need you to talk to them. And I said, I can't. It was like, what do you mean you can't? This is very serious. You know, And I "I can't. I don't have it in me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say the wrong thing and just tell them do whatever the fuck you need to do because I can't, right? Daddy's going to say, suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is,
1: here's a fun fact about life. Um, the general life advice that I've, I've come to understand. It doesn't get easier. It never gets easier. And people who expect life to work out More are... And Joe, I'll get to your comment in just a second. Um, People expect life to work out. They're unrealistic. Here's my advice on that is experience life. Do -hmm. what you need to do, but don't hold that expectation of shit going right. Recently, I've been dealing with some health issues, uh, injuries, and every single step of the way, there's been two steps forward, one step back. You know, I, I make one appointment, but it has to be canceled because it's not the right person or it's not covered or whatever. And what I'm coming to realize as I'm dealing with this is don't go in there expecting shit to work right the first time. <laughs> go in there and throw your dice, see what comes up, and then respond to it. But expecting it to actually be right the first time is, I don't know, naive. You fool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joe says, I'm glad we're talking about this. I feel like in general, men are expected to be that impervious rock, remain stoic, but when the rock cracks, and it does, where do they go? I've struggled to figure that out. Mm. Now, Andrew, I want to give you a chance to say this. Um, see, Rachel says, that's my secret trap. Shit never works right the first time. That's a great thing to learn and and keep in your head. Joe... Men in society, especially a few decades ago, definitely. But women also, because frankly, most of the people I turn to when I need a rock are women. Mm. Andrea is, of course, a big one. And there's other times I try to go to someone besides Andrea because she deals with my shit every day. I can't dump on her constantly. That sucks to be in the house with me. And I like her to want to come home. (laughs) I must ask you a question nope shave it for later so I've had a handlebar must or a handlebar mustache for more than 10 years at this point in time and it is one feature that has drawn people of all walks of life young and old every race religion and background will come up to me and comment on it in a good way in a great way this mustache has allowed me to meet more people than any other single feature I have it's been an incredible thing and since I started doing it when I tested a dozen different mustache waxes I chose firehouse mustache wax as the one for me they have different thicknesses different colors and the one I love is tacky because it's a lot easier for me to use to rub into my mustache etc and if you ever need tips on this I'm here for you guys but firehouse mustache wax is also Got a code up there of Travis15. That's Travis15 for you to get 15% off your mustache wax order. And they do have other things, too. Go check them out. And you can find them at firehousemoustachewax.com. That's Mustache dot com. Grab your own mustache wax. Style it up and uh start making those connections you never knew were even possible and happy waxing but andrea do you experience that men generally have to be the rock or women or both neither
0: oh hell i guess it just really depends on the person that's fair In my experience it depends on the person because both can be a rock both can be assholes
1: but i see what you're saying joe societal expectation is that men are strong and don't crumble under this stuff and women are allowed to be emotional that's changed a bit but it's still kind of an underlying theme Andrew,
0: and you you touch on a point travis um so it's one thing to have your significant other with the time be a rock but it you should have outside rock mm-hmm because It is a lot, especially if you're in that confined space and with each other all the time. Sometimes you need to go outside, right, for more support, just because it can become too much.
1: Yeah, they're your first and last rock, but there needs to be some middle rocks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ed, thoughts on all that? Anything to say on all that? I Rachel says, I come from the hysterical Hispanic women and very emotional adopted sisters. Men are the rocks. And I guess me a lot because firstborn, send help. <laughs> Bleak, if you need help. Um, <clears throat> having been close to a, a Hispanic family in a place that I worked, I saw the men going through shit too. And the way they had to deal with stuff is basically sit there and drink with somebody across the table from them and not talk about it. Mm. If you wanted to get them to talk about it, you had to start fucking fishing for shit. Mm. Which sometimes I have to
2: do with Ed. Or buy them enough
1: drink. Mm. That's true. That's fair. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I I admit it. I, I don't always put myself out there. Yeah.
1: Now, why is that? To, is that because you're embarrassed, or is that because you don't want to burden somebody? What What is that?
2: Uh, maybe burden. Just it. It's my shit. Deal with it. You know. Um. Uh. But yeah, a few months back, it 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 did get to be too much. I mean, with all the bullshit mm-hmm. going on in my life, <laughs> it it got to be a little much. But you said something. You know, turning to the woman and in your case andrea and i I think for men um as a part of that traditional role where men are supposed to be the rock sometimes we need to turn to somebody that's a little soft that's fair again (coughs) in that traditional role right necessarily truthful but in the traditional role yeah we can make
1: the disclaimer this is a lot of generalization folks we are not saying that men can't be soft and women can't be tough and hard. Absolutely. fucking lutely I was raised by a single mother and I've seen her turn into and I've seen her be a fucking stone. So, I get it. I've seen the same thing with Andrea. I've seen her as a, a puddle of goo, like her character in this game we play. Um, and I've seen her be a fucking hard ass. Um, and men are the same way. They just express it different in our Western culture. Mm. And I say our Western culture because, again, there is a difference in how we handle things versus uh, folks on the continental Africa, Middle East, Asia, et cetera, different cultures, different ways of handling things. And even within the continental U.S. itself, if you look at how men act in California versus New York versus Alabama, it can be very, very different
2: so but i I scared the hell out of Teresa several years ago we we had a lot going on my mom was still alive at the time and her health was sliding uh we just had the hot water heater to leak Mm -hmm. downstairs flood the whole downstairs you know and and i was dealing with that she was dealing with that not that Teresa is soft and she's not strong Teresa is a very strong woman yeah But we came down to go to work one morning with all of that going on, and there's a fucking roof leak. There's water coming through the house. Mm -hmm. And she said I had the look of defeat, total defeat Mm. on my face as I said, that's it, I'm done. And she's like, it scared the hell out of her because... Even with the hot water heater blowing up and dealing with my mom. So well, it's going to be okay. Tomorrow's a new day, blah, blah, blah. But at that moment, I was just fucking done. <laughs> right. Well, that's, that's a key thing you said in the
1: beginning of that final sentence. You said in that moment. Mm-hmm. And here's what I'm going to tell everybody. Because I want to refocus this whole conversation to those people that get butt hurt and surprised when they turn to somebody and get smacked down when every other time that person's been there for. That's the time you need to shut down your butthurt and realize in that moment, that person reacted that way. And when you've dealt with this person for weeks, months, years, decades, and they've always been the strong one, and suddenly they treat you bad, instead of bringing up that hate and that bile and going, well, they're a fucking asshole. No, you gotta remember all this goddamn time they were there for you. And here, they've reacted the opposite to normal. Something is going on. Your rock needs a rock. <laughs> they need somebody, even if it's just silent support, they need something yep. more than you being angry at them. Because trust me, I'm sure Ed felt like shit for not being able to help those other people just just one more goddamn piece of poop on his face... With all the shitstorm he's standing in. A couple comments here. Rachel says, I don't want to be tough and hard anymore. I want to be a floof who takes naps and gets treats and less responsibility. And we all want that some days, don't we, Andrea?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, Rachel, damn it, <laughs> the sound keeps going off with trigger words. Uh, Rachel says, some days I wonder how I'm going to make it in the world. Then I see the, quote, modern urban Californian woman, and I'm like, I'm probably fine. Uh, Bob says, being able to be of service to someone who's normally rock makes me feel better, too. That's why we are rocks, Bob. I- I've said this, and I've had people look at me in weird ways. When I'm nice and giving and supportive to somebody, it's because I'm getting something out of it. I feel hmm. good to help someone. It's selfish in that way. Mm-hmm. But these other people that are usually just takers, when suddenly the person who's a giver can't give anymore, they're offended. More yeah. In pain, in pain. I know that fucking sound just keeps going off. That's crazy. Um, so, Ed, thoughts on that? Um, how
2: did they react when you said, I can't? She was very angry at me, and actually told me I was being selfish. But, Uh uh, aha, I I didn't feel like I needed to explain myself. I and and I didn't explain (laughs) myself.
1: Remember to listen to us on the go. You can ask Alexa, Siri, or Google to play us just by saying, hey, play the podcast. And that makes it super easy to take us anywhere you're going, because we're going places together. Yeah, we're taking a moment and just absorbing folks as we're, as we're considering this, because it, it's one of those things... Perhaps some people are wired to never give but always take. But I think a lot of them are conditioned. They, they've had so many people for so long. Andrea, this might ring true with some experience with other people. Um, of you try to help people be strong and then other people help them be weak. And never have to step mm-hmm. up for mm-hmm. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. This is where I tell people, nobody can fix your problems but you. People can be there to help you, to support you, to to make sure you get through it, but they can't fix your issues for you. Right. And some people, frankly, just get offended by the idea of, I got to handle my own shit. Why would you even say that to me? (laughs) So how does The Rock Not Dwayne. Though, can you imagine if Dwayne Johnson was in public and having a bad day? And instead of being the beautiful human being we all adore him for, when somebody walked up to him and said something like, hey, blah, 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 he just went, can you get the fuck out of my way?
0: Oh, they would cancel him so quick for being human. It's sad.
1: Yeah, it would take one comment, and suddenly social media would get a hold of it, and cancel culture would kick in, and he's the asshole.
0: Yeah,
1: when he just had a moment of being human, we have to. And agree.
0: unfortunately, that happens way too much
1: across the board. Now. Uh, and, and yeah, with sometimes with with, you know, famous people, but day to day people you work with, people in your household people that you socialize with, that you turn to. Would for you like things. butter or that, sir? Um, Rachel says, I legit told past boyfriends, you don't have to explain yourself or justify. You probably had a reason. As long as you ain't cheated on me or dishing out harm, you're fine. And then I make them supper. Well, oh, supper is great comfort. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how do we get this across to the people that sometimes others that they turn to are dealing with shit and are going to have a moment and it's not personal towards them it's personal towards that person that lashed
2: out or turned away or whatever they did such as you ed i, I think some people you're not going to get across to but because i think uh you said it earlier i said it earlier i i think some people that that is their life needing support um, yeah and and I have found that I have drawn a number of those people into my life. Mm-hmm. I, I won't shed them away. Uh, you know, once once you're in, you're always in with me. I won't shed them away. But um, I, there are those people that just always are ne- in need of support. And it doesn't matter how much support you get them or what, what type of support you give them. How good your advice is, they're in need of support. Andrew?
0: I, I agree. There's some people that have to be the victim no matter what. They have to find the worst. They have to be the victim, and you want to help, or you're not a good person. And this so is not, not everybody's going to get it.
1: And, and again, to clarify, because we, we've had this whole cultural backlash over the past half decade of victim blaming. This is not mm-hmm. victim blaming, this Mm-mm. is Ugh. take care of. Of what's going on if you're a victim absolutely seek support but you can't always be the victim there has to come a point in time well i would hope there should be a point in time where you learn and you stop doing those things that hurt you or dealing with those people that hurt you and that's something i'm talking about that ed you you mentioned once you're in you're always in um And by the way, for everybody listening to the podcast, the reason you keep hearing that little clip is because there's a trigger word in chat of rock that plays that song (laughs) of of Poor Unfortunate Souls by that band, but not the Little Mermaid version. Joe says, for many people, they know they're supposed to be the rock, and on the outside, it seems fine, but silently, they're cracking, and they never tell you, and it's sad. So there's a hurdle to even admit that you need a rock yourself. There is. There is. But we... All oh, need a rock once in a while.
0: Well, you also need to take in consideration yourself, whether you are the rock or the one that needs the rock. So, if you are relying on to support you and take care of things. Maybe you should switch that once in a while and say, "Hey, how are you doing?" Do you-?
1: Now, Andrea skipped out a little bit, but I think we got the gist of it there. <clears throat> Um, the bottom line is turn to the people that you support and ask for their support in return. And if they can't, or they get offended or tell you you're wrong or whatever, and I'm looking at you, man, maybe it's time to cut them out of your life, which is something that I have learned to do. And if it gets to a point where I have a very human moment where I crack and somebody that I'm normally very supportive of gets hurt by me needing to be human then i realize they're not a real friend they're 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 a leech they're they're sucking you dry and i withdraw which doesn't mean i can't deal with them or interact with them it just means i'm not going to be there for them in that way anymore really? i'm going to be congenial and polite but not throw myself under the bus for other people. Andrea, you have definitely experienced this in your life where you've supported people to a point where you damage yourself, you hurt yourself emotionally or whatever. <clears throat> uh, Rachel says, some people revel in being a victim. The guy who always picks girls who cheat on him, the girl who fixates on something on social media and the mean or out-of-context comment. Yeah. Yeah. Though, that this is what adds value to their life. That trauma. It creates value. It gives them identity. And they're toxic. Yeah. If you invest yourself in them. So you can still be around them, have them around, and even be supportive. But it comes a point in time where you Can't stop. You you have to stop giving all for these people that won't let you take anything. And uh, I'm guessing, watching Ed's face, Andrea's face, knowing my own thoughts, looking at Chad, we all feel like we've been on one side of this. What I want everybody to realize is each and every one of us have been on both sides of this mm, mm. at some point like, in time.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, well, I think one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it because I realized it's like, damn, if I'm feeling this way, I wonder if there's other people sometimes feel this way. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you
1: definitely felt like the victim there, right, Ed? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying is there's times we're all the victim, and but I think most of the time we feel like we're the rock. We're the Mm. strong one. Never realizing there's times we reach out or lash out. Or just can't be. Yeah. But yeah, if you want a true friendship with somebody, you have to realize that two-way street. And if somebody that was your rock behaves like an asshole, you've got to look at why. What triggered that? And maybe readjust your behavior with them. So, any other further thoughts on this one? Well, here's my... Yeah, Andrea? I said no. Well, here's my closing thoughts and closing toast. I love supporting and helping other folks. I want to be there to help people. But I've learned there's times where you have to stop giving advice and frankly stop caring as much for your own Mental health when you do have those moments. So, here's to taking care of yourself and cutting out the
2: toxicity that will poison you when you're down. I can hear Bob say you were playing in my mind right now. Okay, catch you next
1: episode, guys. Thanks for hanging out.